to another episode of Babus to Babus. I'm your host, Chi. And I'm also your other host, Sue. And today we're going to talk about ghost stories. Ghost stories. <laughs> Sounds like a uh, classroom presentation. Yeah. Hi, everyone. My name is Chi. And today we're going to present <laughs> a PowerPoint about ghosts. What are ghosts? <laughs> <laughs> According to Wikipedia, yeah, yeah, but, but anyways, yeah, no, we're we're really going to talk about ghost stories today. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, and what what brought about this topic? So, someone, I apologize, we haven't responded to your email. <laughs> yeah, that's cheese job. So, it was cheese job to respond. Job. No, no, no. It was cheese job. No, to no. Respond. You saw the email first. Yeah. You could have responded. That's true. And then you told me, "Hey, someone emailed us," and I said, "Ooh, ooh, our first email. Yeah. Let me go check and see who emailed us." So I also saw the email, and I was like, "Oh, you should respond." No, and then I was like, "It is better if you respond," <laughs> and you were like, "Okay." It's been a week. <laughs> so I apologize. We have not responded to your email. And this is how we're responding. Yeah, to this is how, thank you for sending in the suggestion. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Thank you for being a fan. Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll try our best. I mean, if you haven't heard, uh, we we kind of did gloss over some, not gloss over, but we did tell some ghost stories during our Halloween special. Was uh, it really for Halloween? Yeah, it was Halloween. Have we been doing podcasts? for that long yeah it's been about like what six months no no more longer than that about like eight months since we last started i honestly don't even remember what kind of stories we talked about on halloween uh oh yeah so we might have to retract and talk about some of the old stories but um keeping in line with the topic at hand (laughs) would you like to begin first miss cheetah what kind of ghost stories? I have a lot of uh, scary ones. Um, uh, I haven't heard of a non-scary <laughs> ghost. Are we talking about like Casper, the friendly ghost here? No, but these are like like ghost stories that are related to kids or children seeing ghosts. And you know what they say about kids and children seeing ghosts, right? Yeah, that they can see ghosts. Right. That when they do see it, <laughs> it's real. You know, it's not like anything BSing. I wonder that, what that is. Like, are kids just more prone to seeing ghosts? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. You just took what I said and rephrased <laughs> it another way. I'm not really sure. It's okay. kind of like if you have a theory, just go, just shoot for it. I, I don't know. Just, just make a random one up. Um, um, Why do you think kids can see ghosts? Because they're they haven't been exposed to experiences in life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, mine. I assume that it's. Don't put me on the spot. I don't. I don't have an answer. <laughs> I mean. You were going the, in the right direction to where I was going. I kind of agree that like kids, uh, because they haven't experienced life, and I, I feel like they're like closer to um, that dimension. Yeah, that realm because they've just been born, you know, and so they still have that like, I guess that spiritual connection to the other world. You could guess, you could say, I don't know what it is, but I just I just call it the other world. <laughs> But yeah, they still have that connection to the other world, so it allows them to see. So then, why do you think cats can see them? Like, why do you think dogs can see them? I don't know. I think because they have like, yeah, they're color color blind. So you're saying color blind people can see ghosts? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think because they can see like different. Uh, frequencies and stuff like that like that we can't see like you know how how mm. some animals can see like uv light but i think dogs are colorblind and cats can s- cats are are cats like reptiles where they can like see heat right what because <laughs> you know reptiles they they can see like the heat, heat, heat yeah s- sensors not sensors but like um oh there's a word for it signatures Heat signatures. Is that Th- what it's called? Thermal vision. Yeah, there we go. Thermal vision. You think cats have thermal vision? I thought cats had thermal vision. 
I don't think cats have thermal vision. So, if are, cats have thermal vision, I mean, you could say that because Mimo does like to sit in like warm areas. <laughs> it's fat yeah, they like to sunbathe. They, he likes to sit next to the heater. Yeah, literally like with his face touching the heater <laughs> for some apparent reason. Do you think that's why he can't find his food? Because we give him like uh, kibbles and he can't find them because it's thermal. But he is kind of blind. No, I think he's just kind of dumb. But we're going off topic here. Yeah, I think Sorry. he's just kind of dumb. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah, ghosts. So go ahead, Chi. Kick us mm-hmm. off. I'm trying to think. of Maybe I should tell the story about me in college first. And that will explain a lot of things. Ooh. So when I went to college, that was when I was walking on the line of maybe letting go of religion. Yeah. And this was actually, I believe this was sophomore year. And um, I I have this cross necklace that my sister gave me back in high school that I would always wear. That was like my religious totem that I had on me. It was like, it's what kept me safe yeah. from all the evil spirits. And I never took it off. Yeah. Never. Ever. Right. And so my sophomore year, I lived in an apartment with four other girls uh, two of which, uh, witchcraft. <laughs> shut or up. Witches. Two of which, uh, had completely different religions from you know mine. I think one was one followed Buddhism, another one followed shamanism. Uh huh. And I and another at the time, one was another one followed um, Laotian, right? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. It's making. I just making joke. Okay, okay. that wasn't a good joke. <laughs> No, so one uh, followed Buddhism, another one followed uh, shamanism, and then I had a few who were like Catholics or one that was an atheist or whatever, and, and I was literally on the borderline of, okay, I'm letting go of Christianity and I'm probably going to become, I don't know, an atheist, right? Yeah. But I, 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 I don't I, think it's atheist. I wouldn't say an atheist, but well, you were becoming I was agnostic. confused. Agnostic. There yeah. we go. I knew, I believed in higher being, but I just wasn't sure right if it was god or it was like i don't know a jelly bean sure but i still continued to wear the cross necklace yeah (laughs) anyways uh so during my sophomore year in college uh a lot of weird things started to happen and it didn't start to happen until this specific incident uh one day i woke up it was just a, a, a normal day i don't remember what time of year it was um but i noticed that my necklace was gone now remember i never take it off for any reason whatsoever even when i shower i showered with it on uh even when i go to like special events uh, i always kept that necklace on so i wasn't the type that would switch out jewelry i didn't wear a lot of accessories with my clothes and so one day i woke up and my necklace was gone and i didn't know how that happened because you know how most necklace they would have like uh two ends that you could clip on and they'll hold the necklace together yeah this necklace was just a straight up chain yeah a silver chain with a cross hanging off of it and so there was no way that i could have taken it off for any reason and so i remember asking my roommates and i said why'd you put it on what do you mean Oh, so it fits my head. Like you could just take the chain and loop it over your head and it'll stay on. Okay. But the thing was that I would literally have to like bend over, you know, bend my head over and then the, and the necklace would fall off. That was the only way. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing was that it was small enough just to the point where, let's say if I tried to take my shirt or whatever off and it gets caught in the necklace, the necklace would get caught around my head. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're, so you're saying like it, it like barely is big enough to fit your head, right? So so to get it off, you really have to like right. Focus you will really have it. to kind of like shift yeah. it and and maneuver it off yeah. my head, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And so um, that morning, I remember I noticed that I didn't have it on. So I remember going to class, blah blah, blah and and now it's more towards the evening, and I saw all my roommates, and I asked them if if any one of them have you know. Um, had seen it lying around the apartment and they all said oh 
no, they haven't seen it. And then we also talked about how, oh, you know, Chi, you never take off your necklace. Like, where would it have gone? So, like, we did a lot of uh, backtracking and and trying to figure out, okay, where could it be? And we just couldn't find it. And so it was maybe three, four days. And I remember coming home, coming back to the apartment after class. And I noticed the necklace sitting on top of the bookshelf right next to my bed on the corner. And it was like perfectly laid out. Like someone had put it there on purpose for me to see it. So I thought, oh, maybe one of my roommates found it. And they placed it there for me to see it. And so that evening, I saw my roommates and I asked them if, you know, I asked who found it and put it on the bookcase. And no one claimed it. No one said that they they found it and that they put it there. So now in my mind, I'm like, okay, whatever, sure. Uh, Maybe it really was just sitting there and I just didn't notice it. But I know for a fact, I looked there because we all came into my room and we kind of searched for it. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I threw the necklace back on and I remember going swimming with my roommates a couple evenings later and we're swimming in the pool and we're all sharing one lane. There's like five of us. We're all sharing one lane of the pool. And I remember trying to do this like underwater dive and I came back up to the to the side of the pool and my necklace got caught in the drain and the cross that's attached to my necklace popped right off. And then my my uh, the cross disappeared into the water drain forever. And that's where all the crazy shit started happening. Dang. <laughs> and then ever since that very incident, I started experiencing a ton of supernatural events. I started experiencing a ton of outer body experiences. I started having a lot of these, like, if anyone has ever seen the movie Insidious, I started having a lot of these, like, insidious moments where, you know, you can travel to realms and and other dimensions. All because this necklace disappeared. It wasn't that creepy, but it was just kind of a glance of, this is how a lot of scary things started happening to me. Yeah. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, man. One of your roommates did do it. <laughs> one of them's a liar. And would have fess up. So someone took my necklace, did some voodoo stuff on it. Yeah. And just brought yeah, it back. And brought it back. And the voodoo, you know, cursed it for it to disappear. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's kind of all a coincidence. <laughs> But who knows? But all I know is that ever since my necklace disappeared, just a lot of weird stuff started happening. Well, and, and I can't explain it. Would you like to give one of the examples? Um, Which one should I give? I'm not really sure. I have a few of them. The least scarier one. Mm. I think we can work our way up to the most scary one. Let's see. I had one. Did I tell? Did I tell this story? The one where I stayed in my brother's apartment. Um, no, I don't remember. Just tell it again. So go ahead. My brother was. (laughs) Where are you going? Oh, why are you scared? No. You got up just to close the bedroom door and the bathroom door. <laughs> I should be the one that's scared. I'm sitting right next to it. <laughs> I have to look at a mirror behind yeah, you. I was looking at the mirror in the bathroom. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so this is what? I think this is maybe three years. No, four years after my necklace incident. And I was moving back to Madison for grad school. And my brother lived in a, he lived in this really weird studio where his studio was located on the second floor, like his bedroom studio with the bathroom was located on the second floor, but his kitchen was located in the basement. Have you ever so, been there? No, nah, oh. I, I think I've only been there once to move. Yeah. 
to help you move, but other than that, I have I have I don't really know how the layout is. But that's the layout of his studio apartment. The it's the not kitchen. a studio. It's not a studio apartment. It's a. I guess it is. No, it is a studio apartment because it was a weird studio apartment because the kitchen, bathroom, bedroom were not all connected. Yeah. Like the bathroom was a bedroom. Bedroom. The bedroom, which is his studio, is located on the second floor, right? Mm-hmm. Which there's also a, a, a full size bathroom located inside of the studio. But he also has a separate ba- bathroom in the basement and then a separate kitchen in the basement. So he has three separate keys for his the studio apartment, right? Yeah. So when I went to go move in with him the summer of, I believe, 2014 or whatever, no, 2016, um, he decided that he was going to stay in the basement kitchen you know, and I can move in and stay in on the second floor bedroom studio. And I remember that was the summer where I was doing um, a residency at a hospital and I was asked to work night shift. And so I don't get off until like 730 a.m. And I wanted to sleep during the day. But this was during the summer, he didn't have an AC, so it was crazy hot, crazy humid. So he had a balcony door that I would leave open, and I would just kind of set a fan on the doorway to blow hot, humid air at me while I'm sleeping during the day, right? And I just, I just remember being so tired, I laid on the bed, and I knocked out. And while I was sleeping, I hear uh, the doorknob to the studio um bedroom like I could hear that someone was putting a key in the doorknob to open the door and and you know when you're t- twisting the doorknob you kind of hear it like jingling yeah yeah or whatever making a twisting type of noise mm-hmm. so I remember specifically laying in bed and I heard someone open the door and I heard the keys going into the uh, lock and so I'm like oh it's probably just my brother because sometimes because he still has stuff in the second floor studio and so in my mind I thought okay maybe he's just coming in to get something right and I was actually laying on my side and I was facing the door and I remember so vividly having my eyes partially open to see who it was and I saw this female silhouette right come through the door and I couldn't make out her face but she was in all black and it was like you, you know that insidious lady oh yeah yeah and like her, a 1700 her, right like, and they're it looks like they're wearing this like old 1700 like wedding dress yeah. but it's in all black yeah you know I saw this lady walk through the door I saw the door open I know that for a fact. I saw the door open and I saw this lady in a black silhouette and a black dress walking through her hair is like really long. Like it doesn't touch the ground, but it's long enough where you kind of see it like swaying and flowing behind her as she walked. And I see her walking towards me. And so I close my eyes, you know, to do double take to make sure that what I'm seeing is real. And I remember opening my eyes again and I just I just remember seeing that she had already uh approached approached me like when i opened my eyes all i could see was literally her waist like that's how fast you know she got to me with me just closing my eyes and opening it again right so i closed my eyes again and i'm like wait okay something's not right and at this point i'm like i have goosebumps like i'm scared so i i close my eyes again and i could hear footsteps i could hear this this spirit whatever you want to call it walking around the bed to the other side because i'm sleeping on a a full queen size bed but i'm only sleeping on one side so i hear this ghost walking to the other side right and suddenly the bed right next to me just sinks as if this thing had just climbed on and was going to like lay next to me 
and I just remember feeling the bed sink. And for some reason, like right now, I don't remember what it said, but it said something in my sister's voice, my older sister's voice. But I don't remember what it said as I'm thinking about it right now. But I remember feeling something on the side of my ear and it whispered something in my sister's voice. And I just remember instantly waking up um, because you had called me. Boom, there you have it. I remember my phone vibrating and you had called me. And I woke up instantly. Well, at least it felt like it didn't feel like I was dreaming, but it feel it felt like you had kind of like that phone call woke you up, like like jolt you up, like right. Gave you it your... gave me that jolt, and then it kind of scared whatever that was there away, and it was just kind of like okay, something's not right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember when you called me, I told you, and I said, "Holy shit, I think I just saw my sister come into the room, and she said something to me." Yeah. But I don't remember what it was. The lottery numbers are 12, <laughs> 13, <up>. 5, 8, <laughs> 7, 36. But it, I don't know. I think that was probably one of one of the uh, few experiences that I had that was actually really scary because I actually felt like. You felt like it wasn't a dream. Right. Though it was something like. Right. Like, Yeah. That happened right then and there. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of sleeping stories, <clears throat> I haven't told this one yet. I'm pretty sure I haven't, but uh, I guess I'll tell it now. It's about my story about when I went to um, St. Paul with a buddy of mine. <laughs> it's pretty freaky. So, um, a buddy of mine, uh, his brother, his older brother, I just name him John, right? <laughs> and my friend, let's name him uh, Mike. <laughs> sure. Right. So my friend Mike, right? We were gonna go help his brother John, his older brother John, because his older brother John had, I think, just gotten married, and um, I'm not sure if he got married. I'm trying to remember. I think it was. Yeah, it was something like that. I forgot what it was. But I just remember uh, John had moved into his friend's uh, apartment, right, in in St. Paul, Minnesota. And um, his friend's apartment, like his friend's family, they live on the, 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 like, the first floor. And then they had, like, this basement that that sits behind the garage. So it's, it's kind of weird, like... The way their house is laid out, it's like uh, they live on like on a, a hill, right? And the garage is actually like the let's kind of say like the garage is like the first floor, right? So it's like it's like base level. The garage is like base level, and behind the garage is a an apartment, and then on top of that, the garage and the apartment is another apartment. You get what I'm saying? No. Are you saying that the house is a tri level house? It's not tri. It's like a it's like a duplex. Okay, sure. It's like a duplex, but the um to get access to the the first uh, apartment, you had to go through the um garage. So it's kind of weird. Okay. So just imagine like maybe it's just these weird houses that just could be to, yeah <laughs> that has no like real layout. It's just weird. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, I just remember the garage was kind of like like the main house was like on top of the garage. Or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I, maybe I'm not remembering correctly. I just know that to get to John's apartment, you have to walk through the garage, mm-hmm. right? And then at the end of the garage, opens up the door and it goes to um, uh, you open the door and there's like a kitchen, and then a little pathway from the kitchen into like a hallway. Sure. Right, and that hallway leads like probably like five feet of a hallway, and then it goes into a uh, small dining room. And then that dining room is attached to a bathroom and and John's room. Okay. Right. So we were helping him uh, fix his toilet, you know. And so me and Mike decided, Mike wanted to go up to visit his brother and just kind of help him fix the toilet. But I think we just were there to really just visit. And this is like um, the summer of like, oh, I think this was like right after we graduated. 
No, no, no. It was not after. This before? I forgot what it was. It was like at the summer of like 09 or. I think this uh, was when we were still in high school, though. Yeah, That's yeah. I'm sure. saying. I think it's the summer of like 2000, 2009 or 2010. It's one of those. And, you know, I, you know, we were just going to go to visit. So then me and Mike were driving up to, to Minnesota and we were just cracking jokes. We we're like halfway through. Right, halfway through the, the, the like eight hour long drive, it's like, it's like yeah. six hour, six hour uh, drive. So we're like around like you know two hour thirty minutes, three hour ish. And oh man, I know that there are like scary stories about highways. Oh yeah, tons of them. Yeah, because I know that back in Milwaukee, there was apparently this highway stretch from like Milwaukee and um, what's it called? What's that place up north of Milwaukee? Uh, uh like Johnson's Creek. North, dude. That's not that's north. Oh, like to Sheboygan or yeah, Green Bay? It was, it was, yeah, it was like Something Sheboygan like or like uh, uh what's that? Um, Lacrosse. The other one, the word Mequon. No, up, up north. It's like it's uh, like an hour uh, north. Manitowoc. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Point is, Green Bay is that the one you're an talking? An hour north. Oh, and uh, Sheboygan then Wausau. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. I forgot. Sheboygan is the only one I could think of okay. that is like an hour away up oh, north. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. But anyways, <laughs> the point is, is that there are stories. I don't know exactly which highway it is, mm-hmm. but apparently people have said that if you drive during that highway at night, right? Mm-hmm. It's a highway that people don't really frequent. But if you drive it during the at night, you tend to have a higher chance of running into like scary spiritual activities. Like... You might catch a glimpse of something sitting in your back seat or something like that. Okay. Right. So don't drive north from Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, to whatever is up there. But well, I mean, you could drive. Just don't drive at night. Is what yeah. you're saying. So, anyways, so I'm not sure if I-94 has any scary stories like that. But oh yeah, there's ton. Just from Milwaukee to Madison. the Miller Brewery area, you know how when you're driving on 94, yeah, through Miller Park, and you have a uh, the cemeteries on both sides. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That road right there is haunted. How do you know? There's books about it. Oh, really? Library books about it. Really? So my brothers and I, this was when we were going through like our ghost story, yeah, like yeah. little uh, phase. And so my older brother would go to the Milwaukee Public Library because, you know, we go to the library a lot, apparently. And he would check out all these ghost stories. And that was one of the main roads that had, um, that people experienced a lot of ghost stories mm, you okay. know Anywho. but yeah just just a little insert there uh point is uh so then we were like halfway through the trip right and i was like making jokes about stupid jokes you know i, I, don't, I don't remember you were making joke. jokes about stupid jokes <laughs> yeah. okay i don't remember i don't remember what the joke was it was something stupid right but it was about like religion or something like that okay right and it was about God or something like that. I forgot what it was. It was something stupid. Like, you know. Me. Basically, it was stupid enough where you could get struck by lightning. Yeah, pretty okay, much. sure. Think, like 90% of things I say, you know. <laughs> so it was nothing out of the ordinary. And Mike turns to me. He's driving, right? I'm on mm-hmm. the passenger seat. He turns to me. He goes, hey, man, you need to quit making those jokes. Right? <laughs> he, he doesn't want to die. Yeah, okay? he's like, you need to quit making those jokes because, you know, uh, I don't want to like yeah. I don't want to call anything or lay, or get struck uh, struck, struck by, by lightning by lightning by yeah. God, you know, or have anything bad happen. Yeah, yeah. essentially. And I was like, whatever, you know. You're like ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah. Here's so then I continued. <laughs> <laughs> so then I continued to make on these jokes, right? And then Mike turns to me and he said, like, "Dude, um, no, 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 no. I was, I was making those jokes, and then we heard this like loud like knock on his door, like boom, right." Nay, nay, nay. And then I was like, oh. And then we both just looked at each other, right? And I was like, oh, what was was that? Mm -hmm. You know? And then he just has this, like, scared look on his face, right? And then he turns to me. He goes, hey, man, you need to quit making those jokes because my door's open, right? Oh, my God. I literally have goosebumps (laughs) on my house. (laughs) And then I was like, what do you mean my door? Like, what do you mean your door's open? He's like, dude, whatever that knock was, open my door. Right, and then I looked. I, I leaned uh, over to see, and he's like, he's driving with his right hand on the steering wheel, and his left hand, he's holding. He's the like door. holding the door. Yeah, closed. he's like holding the door. And I was like, what? Like, like I was just like 
like bewildered like what happened right and i was like what's going on and he was like i don't know but you should really stop making those jokes you know mm-hmm. so then we slowed down and he like opened the door a little bit and closed it and then locked the doors mm-hmm. right so so for that point on no more stupid jokes but <laughs> but that was like the start of the story you know what i'm saying so then we get to um oh, excuse me so we get to <laughs> so we get to uh minnesota right and uh, we're staying by, uh, we're staying at John's apartment, and Mike had invited his nephew to come hang out with us. So now it's me, Mike, and uh, his nephew, and we're just chilling in the little dining area that um, John has, right? And he had a futon on the corner of that dining room, and right below the futon was a. Um, Right below the futon was a couch, mm. right? And so we were just up chit-chatting all night, and just, you know, and then it got like around 12, 12 p.m. 12 p.m. or 12 midnight? Uh, 12 midnight, my bad. Uh, 12 a.m., like 12 to 1-ish. So I was getting tired. So then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go lay down and, you know, try to sleep. So Mike and his nephew decided to stay up and catch chit-chatting. Mike is now sitting in like... At the edge of the futon, and his nephew is sitting like by my feet on the um the couch, right? So I I, I lay on the futon, and the futon's like in a corner of the the house, right? It's like it's like one of the corners, and I'm laying there, you know, on my like looking at the ceiling, and I was just like closing my eyes, and I was like I I feel myself like falling asleep, mm-hmm. right? And then just like for some reason, this this random thought came to my mind right mm-hmm. and it was a thought about god and for some reason with the right when i thought of the word god right i feel my pillow sink right it was the most weirdest feeling ever mm-hmm. but the things that like just imagine like you're laying on a pillow and then someone like puts both their hands by your head and yeah. pushes down on the pillow right right that's what it felt like yeah it felt like my head just sunk and all the hairs on my body just stood up. Yeah. Right? And I was like, oh, shit. I was thinking to myself, like, oh, shit. Like, shit just got real. Mm-hmm. Right? And I was like, oh, I was so scared. And all of a sudden, I started hearing this, like, deep, deep, deep voice, you know, going, who are you? Who are you? Like, over and over and over. Yeah. Right? So, I opened my eyes. And this, like, person... You know, ball headed, right? This person ball headed, uh, no clothes, right? No gender, like so. You, but it was naked, like had a really like kind of like ripped body too, and it was naked but all red. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like standing like right where my head was. Mm. You know, so so like both of his his feet. One was, yeah. one foot was on one side of your head. The other foot was on the other side. Right. He was standing just straight up, but straight his up. head was bent down, yeah, looking head, at you, right, basically exactly. okay. looking down at me. Right. And he just kept saying, "Who are you? Who are you? Who are you?" Right. And I was just like, at this point, I'm like struggling to speak. I'm trying, mm-hmm. struggling to wake up to move. And I hear Mike kind of like, "Hey." You know, like, so you okay? <laughs> you know, and I'm still struggling, you know, I'm breathing hard and stuff like that. So then he's like, oh man, like something might be up. So then he grabs me, right? And right when Mike grabs me, like I, I shook out of it. Yeah. You know, and then I was like, oh. So then I explained to them what happened. And his nephew goes, oh, you know the spot you're sleeping on? <laughs> That's where John's friend's grandma passed away on that spot. Yeah, you know, and I was like, "What?" And I was like, "When did this happen?" He was like, "Oh, like you know, four or five months ago." And I was <laughs> like, "Dude, you couldn't share this information. You made me sleep here." Yeah, I was like, "No wonder why I got like demonic attack," you know. <laughs> so I, since that night, I explained that to Mike, and then like I was just so freaked out, you know. I was like, "Dude, I can't stay here," you know. And he was like, "Dude, but we have nowhere else to go." So I was like, "Fine, you know, we can stay," but. I'm not going to sleep. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm staying up all night. So then it was like around 3 a.m., 4 a.m. I was like, Mike, dude, I need to really use the bathroom. Right. Mm-hmm. But John's apartment, his his toilet was like still out of commission. So we couldn't use the um, 
the the toilet there is where they use yeah. John's friend's toilet, which is upstairs, right? So then I was like looking down into the kitchen, like pitch black. Yeah. Right. And I was like, man, I don't really want to go over there. Mm-hmm. You know, like like everything just telling me, stay here. Yeah. But I was like, man, I gotta really pee. So I was like, look, Mike, just come with me, we'll go, right? And Mike's like, sure. Right. So then me and Mike are going through the kitchen. And then we opened the uh, kitchen door into the um the garage, right? And the garage, you know, once again, like even darker than the kitchen, <laughs> no lights. It's just like complete darkness. And John's friend had like like you know they used the garage as a like, storage area, so it did, like the the stairwell to John's friend's apartment is at the end, at the other end of the garage where mm-hmm. we are, right? It's the other end to the right. But we couldn't make a straight line to it because of some of stuff in the garage. You had to like walk into the center of the garage first and then curve back out yeah. to the door. Right. So then, you know, once again, we get to there and I'm looking into the garage and I just feel like, you know, ooh, like shivers and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, like once again, my body just kind of telling me, hey, don't go in there. Right. But I was like, I gotta pee. You know, so I gotta go. And then I was like, Mike, you lead the way. You know, he was like, oh, whatever. He's such a baby. Right. So then Mike's leading the way. And I'm walking right behind him. And we get into the middle of the uh, the garage. And when we get to the middle of the garage, an alarm clock starts beeping. You know, starts going out like, beep, 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 <laughs> beep, beep. Right. And I was like, we both jumped. And I was like, what the hell is that? And he was like, oh, it's just an alarm clock. I was like, well, okay, so what? You know, whatever. So then we just quickly ran to the end of the um the garage and turned on the lights, right? Mm-hmm. And then I looked over at the alarm clock, and it was flashing twelve. Yeah. Right. And by this time, he had stopped, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. Like, why is it flashing twelve and beeping? Mm-hmm. You know, because when it's flashing twelve, usually means that it's on a default setting. You know, like when you first plug in a alarm clock, it right. does that. Yeah. So why is it beeping? Mm-hmm. You know, as if there was a timer on it already. Yeah. So then I like I thought of that and I was like, oh, this is too creepy. So then I ran up and then just used the bathroom. And then I had to go outside and I was just like, dude, I don't want to go back into that house ever yeah. again. And Mike was just like, sure, man, I get what you're saying. So I I don't I don't I don't remember what we did after that, but I just know that like ever since then Man, like, I don't want to go back to Minnesota <laughs> ever again. But, yeah, that was, that was like, really creepy because that was the first time, like, as an, ad, as an adult mm-hmm. that I, like, felt something that, like, real. Right. Because this isn't, like, a dream, mm-hmm. you know? This isn't, like, I had a scary dream and then I woke up. No, this was, like, I was half asleep, half awake, and I, I could still hear Mike talking to his nephew the whole time. Yeah. You know? And then it just... You know, boom, like it just happened right on on me. Yeah. Oh, and then also, um, John's John's friends. I think they were like still believe their their belief was still uh, with shamanism. Mm-hmm. So that may have something to do with it. You know, mm-hmm. they met like I, I thought about it, and I was like, maybe the whatever that spirit was must have gotten like threatened by me because i thought of god you right. know in a shaman household and they're like who are you to come in here and question us or and, um, maybe you just happen to have slept on the wrong spot at the wrong time yeah could be because you know how spirits tend to come back to where they last slept you know i mean i don't know about that no but, okay <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but, I, but spirits who haven't the saying right that they haven't moved on or they haven't crossed that afterlife they always come back to where they were last right but the weird thing was to me was that it was a granny right so why would something evil like that show up more like it didn't show up in the form of a granny right you know what i'm saying it showed up in the form of something that you know most people would consider demonic yeah something evil but Something don't new. lie, though. If the granny showed up, I think I'd be more scared. Really? Yeah. I think mm. if I saw the granny, I think I'd be way more scared. <laughs> because this is kind of like a default. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like you don't know what it is. It could right. be anything, you know? Yeah. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Even though it was scary to me at that time, uh, it could have been much worse. That's true. 
You know, so I, I just took that as a warning, you know, to stop to quit joking around. But uh, yeah. The, oh. Oh. <laughs> Door's not locked. Door is locked. It's just that the hand wasn't locked. The doorknob wasn't locked. All right, Chi, back to you. You got another one for us? My stories aren't as scary as yours. But they're scary to me when it happens to me. No, I think these stories are scary. Like, just like even like hearing something is scary, you know? Um, I have a scenario, an incident that happened at my sister's house. Yeah. Uh, so my sister and brother-in-law, they had just purchased this big house in this like five acre property, like about 30 minutes away from Milwaukee. So they... They currently live out in this like rural area where there's like no light whatsoever on the roads. And like you're literally driving on dirt roads to get to their house. You've been to their house, right? Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, my sister and my brother-in-law were planning on. Um, basically, they had this weekend getaway, like a date night for the both of them because it was their anniversary. So they asked me if I could babysit for them. And, and they have three kids. So, um two nephews and a niece and the oldest nephew is about maybe 11 years old 12 years old and the niece who's the youngest is maybe around like what five six at the time so anyways so my sister said oh they're gonna be leaving on a friday and they won't be back until like sunday night so they asked me if i could babysit that weekend and i said oh yeah that's fine but that friday i worked a 12-hour shift and so I lived about 40 minutes away and I, I told them, you know, I don't get out until seven. So I probably won't get to your house until, you know, uh, eight thirty, nine o'clock. And they were like, okay, you know, like, that's fine. As long as you're there for the weekend. And I remember that night driving to their house, it was really dark, no lights on the road. And, um, I get to the house, you know, the kids are fine. They're just watching TV and at this point, it's like 9 30, 10. And I'm like, okay, kids, you know, like we have to get ready. We gotta go to bed. It's getting late. And their house is a tri-level house. So they they have two living rooms, you know. Oh, one kind of like on a lower level, and then another one kind of like on the upper level. And then they have their third floor where all the bedrooms are located. And so I got the kids and we did a walkthrough around the house because my my sister's house has like five plus exits you know yeah. you got the front door you got the side door you got the garage door you got the back patio door you got a laundry room door and then you have like another like side garage door you know right so i took all the kids and i said okay all right we're gonna do a quick run through we gotta make sure all these doors are locked you know, so we're going around, we're checking all the doors, making sure that all the windows are locked, you know, just in case something happens. And uh, we get to the laundry room and, and we check the door there and it's it's locked as well. And I'm like, OK, we're good to go. So we all climb up to the third floor where all the bedrooms are. And that night I ended up sleeping in my sister and brother-in-law's room with the two youngest and the oldest nephew. He sleeps in his own bedroom. But his bedroom is directly across from the parents' room, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's, you know, 10 by this time. And I said, okay, all right, lights are all off, okay? And we go into our own rooms. He has his door locked, my nephew. And I go into our room, and I lock the door. And three of us are sleeping on the bed sideways because that's the only way it would fit three of us. And the bed is actually pushed up against the door, but right up against the the door of the bedroom. And I end up sleeping right at the end, you know, because, you know, apparently that's what keeps that's what makes, you know, kids feel safe is yeah. when they get to sleep by the wall or the middle mm -hmm. or whatever. And yeah, so I said, OK, me, no, no. I think the wall in the corner is the most dangerous. <laughs> area. So I'm like, OK, whatever. I'm the oldest. I'll sleep at the end. <laughs> but. I remember going to sleep that night and for some odd reason, you know, it's always that, that certain time yeah. of the night, like right around 3 a.m. 
I hear uh, little kids, like footsteps, running up and down the stairs. So then I remember laying in bed and I'm like, who the hell is up at, you know, this time of night, right? And I'm like, why would you be up running up and down the stairs? So now in my head, I'm like pissed because I'm like, why are my nieces and nephews up running up and down the stairs at like whatever time it is? It was too early because it was still dark. And then I kept hearing these, you know, when there's like a bunch of little girls playing, you could hear them all laughing like, ah, ha, 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 yeah. you know, and I could hear them running up and down the stairs. So then I'm like, whose voices are those? You know, and I'm like, the only person who could be laughing like that would be my niece yeah but i hear multiple girl little girl voices so instantly i wake up and i look over towards the bedroom door and the light is on the light in the hallway is on and so i know for a fact we had turned off all the lights right Mm-hmm. so i just remember i'm like okay something something's not right here so then i turn to look beside me and my niece and my nephew were gone we're still there oh, okay they were still sleeping like they were zonked nah, yeah, they yeah. were snoring away and i'm like well then who the heck are running up and down the stairs so you know i'm scared but i'm like i, I gotta protect three kids if something you know if someone came into the house so I get up and I slowly open the door because now at this point I'm thinking, okay, maybe it might have been my nephew, the older one, who woke up to use the bathroom or whatever, and he probably turned on the light. He probably turned into six kids laughing. <laughs> so then I go and I open the door and I, I I poked my head out into the hallway. Nothing. I noticed that his bedroom uh, was still closed, right? The door to his bedroom was still closed. So I walk over. I, I check his door. It was locked. And I'm like, okay, he's probably fine so i turn off the light in the hallway again and i go back to bed and i'm like okay whatever i'm just gonna go to sleep i go to sleep and now it's like 6 a.m right it's like 5 30 6 a.m and i hear the same thing i hear little girls laughing i hear footsteps going up and down the stairs and it sounds like there's a ton of them and so i instantly i wake up and i look next to me and my niece and nephew is still sleeping. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what the heck is going on? Like, why am I hearing these things? So then I get up and I poke my head out again and I don't see anything. Right? Yeah. So now I just go back to bed and I'm like, okay, this, something's going on here. I have no idea what it is. And so literally we woke up the next morning and I asked my oldest nephew and i say hey did you wake up last night to use the bathroom and he said no he said i i don't wake up at night to use the bathroom and i said well who turned on the light last night and he said it wasn't me so then i asked my other nephew because he he tends to get up at night to pee and i asked him and i said hey did you get up last night to pee and he said no it wasn't him i'm like okay whatever i'm just not gonna you know think much into it and so then the next night we went to sleep and this time it was more towards the morning when I heard the footsteps again, the footsteps going up and down the stairs and little girls laughing. And I remember waking up and my nieces and nephews were already uh, awake, but they were still laying in bed next to me. So I said, Hey kids, you know, let's, let's get up. Let's go look around the house. And I remember waking up, we did, you know, our usual little walkthrough around the house to make sure everything is okay, intact. And remember I had mentioned that in the laundry room, we would go check and see if the door's locked. And I remember specifically the night before closing it, like closing it shut. And for some reason that morning we woke up and the door was wide open. This is like the third day. No, this is the second day. This is the second day waking. Wait, was it? Yeah. So this is what happened the first night happened on a Friday night, right? Right. And And then we went, we went back to sleep Saturday night. And now this is Sunday morning, waking up to the laundry room door open. open. Mm. And I'm just like, okay, either someone here is sleepwalking 
or there's just some weird shit that's happening in this house. And the funny thing is that that's not the first time I've ever slept in my sister's house. The first couple of times that I slept in her house, it was fine. We didn't feel a thing. And then before I babysat, I noticed that that a few of the sleepovers that I had prior to that felt kind of eerie. Mm. And I just didn't know why until when I had to babysit and then all that weird stuff started happening. And I remember uh, my sister and my brother-in-law coming home and I told them what happened and they said, oh, we hear it all the time. Why don't they do something about it? I don't know. They said that they, they pray about it. You know, they ask the church to come and like bless their homes. And, but it's just whatever and i'm like oh and you guys tell me to come babysit kids and this is what you guys hear <laughs> yeah like oh yeah don't mind the laughing clown in the corner right you know i was like what <laughs> yeah he but, just stands there and laughs for two hours but my sister said disappears. that she said that there are times in the middle of the night where she would hear like footsteps climbing up and down the stairs and she would think that it's her kids right and she would get up and her her kids are sound asleep in their bed and she's just like I don't know what that is. And I said, maybe, do you think it's, you know, maybe the wind that's blowing yes, the you wind know, against is coming the house to walk up the stairs. and you know, your wood is creaking when the wind blows against your house. And she was like, she doesn't know. Dude, you know what she should do? She should hook up a uh, camera. <laughs> but yeah, sorry about that. There's people walking by. No, but I don't know. I, I always get so freaked out about setting up cameras because I don't want to see what it is. What it is. So you, it's like one of those things where like it's better off being. It's just ignorant. better off not knowing. It's yeah. just better off being ignorant. I don't know, man. It's just like paranormal activity when they have a camera set up and you see weird shit like that. I I don't know if I could do that. So you don't want to know. I I don't want to know. You just want to know that the house is haunted. Yes. And you need to move. Yep. But you don't know what you. Don't I want don't to want to see it or know what's going on. But what? But this is not your house. This is your sister's house. Well, I'm. They could deal with that. <laughs> Just don't ask me to sleep over. Yeah, I know. But wouldn't you want to have like a uh, camera to see? No, I don't. No, I at don't. their house. Not no, your house. No, I don't. Wow. Really? I just don't want to see anything at all. Mm. I'm I'm that big of a chicken shit. I don't want to see anything. So let's let's go. Um, add on, add a little bit more to that story. Tell me about uh, what your sister felt like recently. Um, about her spider story. I'm trying to remember her story. Uh, yeah, I think it was that one. Oh, where where she ha- where she? So my sister told me the story that happened to her recently at her house. Um, I guess she like had woken up really er- early one morning with this really eerie feeling. I I honestly don't remember the story. I just, I, just, I just remember her going to use the bathroom. She saw a spider hanging off of her faucet, right? Is that the story we're talking no, about? No, not that one. The one where she was working. She was sitting in her dining room table. Oh, I don't remember that one. Oh, okay. Well, I'll explain it. Yeah, go so ahead. So this was recent. I think this was like the same day of the spider. Yeah. Right? And she said that I think later on that day, because of COVID and whatnot, she's working from home. Mm-hmm. So she was sitting in her dining room with her back towards the like um uh like patio area towards her second living room yeah basically yeah, yeah. yeah something like that yeah and then she was working on her laptop and all suddenly all the hairs on her body stand oh up. yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah you remember now no okay but but I remember it as you're explaining okay, it yeah. yeah yeah she just says that she told you that um. All the hairs on her body just stood up, mm-hmm. and she just felt as though something's right behind her. Oh yes! Oh my god, I got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she felt as though something was like right behind her, and she—I think she started praying, and then she just got up and just like walked out. Yeah, she just back. got up, walked out, and went and got her husband, and then yeah. her and her husband came back and just started praying. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was recently. That yeah. was recently, but uh, something also happened to her that morning too, and I I forgot what it I was. That was a spider. It was the spider, yeah. but there was something related to that spider. There was something that caused her to wake up, and then 
a scenario that was related to that spider in the bathroom. Yeah, I just that remember, was already freaking I, her out. I just remember that the, she saw a spider hanging from her her um, faucet, mm-hmm. and then she turned to go grab something to smack it with mm-hmm. or something like that, or like to release it. Yeah, and then when she turned back, the spider was gone. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that could really just be a spider because spiders right. are like that, you know. But yeah, so I do have like a, a story about um, one of my buddy, my this other buddy. I just call him Mike. Different buddy. Well, I ain't gotta <laughs> use the same name. Just call him okay. I don't uh, Randy. know Bob. Okay, Bob. <laughs> so Bob's an older gentleman, right? Bob has a family. <laughs> Sounds like it fits him. <laughs> Bob. Yeah. Bob. Bob has a family, right? And he just told me this like it's just like it's not that scary, but it's kind of like just random. Mm-hmm. Right. And it kind of coincides with uh, the story we told with the story I told during the Halloween special. And he told me that it was him and his daughter. I think his daughter was like a 12 years old during that time. Is this the oldest? Yeah. Okay. The, the oldest daughter. Yeah. Right. And they were hunting. And he was just showing her, you know, he, he just took her out to kind of like walk through the forest and stuff like that. And, you know, Bob tends to have these tendencies where he gets there very early. He starts the day off very early. And around noon, he likes to find a nice cozy spot to settle in and, and you know, take a nap in the forest. Which is what he tends to do, right? And he found his cozy spot. His daughter is sitting, like, um, next to him, but kind of, like, you know, looking away. So they found this tree in the forest, and he's there snuggling, and he's, like, you know, going to sleep. And before he knows it, his daughter wakes him up, right? And he goes, oh, what's going on, right? And he said, his daughter tells him that she was looking, they're, like, on a hill, Right, and the the area that they were on has like multiple like other mounds and air like hills. Right, this is like in the middle of the forest, and he said and she he said that she told him that when he was sleeping, she was looking over at this one particular spot on the mm-hmm. hill, and this black hand came out of nowhere, and like from that spot, mm-hmm. it started like, like kind of like sprouted like from behind a tree or something or mm-hmm. behind a rock, and it came out and it waved at her. Right, that's creepy. And then she turned and woke him up. And then when they come, like when they looked, there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. Right. And the thing that was freaky about it was that when when he explained to me what she saw, it was similar Jesus, to something that you right, saw. Right. And it was like it wasn't similar. It was like almost the exact same thing. She mm-hmm. was like, it looked like a shadow. It was very black, you know. But it's not a shadow. It looked like like a like a real like three D. Yeah, hand, yeah. but mm-hmm. it was all black. Yeah, and shadowly, you know, mm-hmm. like, like it's not like real physical. You right, know? right, right. It was transparent, but it had the shape of something that was three D. Right, but right. no, the thing is that it's not really transparent mm-hmm. either. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you couldn't see through it. Yeah, but you know that it's not like, like, like physical matter right. at the same time too. It wasn't know? opaque enough yeah. for it to be like. Yeah. Right, but you you also know that it was kind of like a mist, you know? So, yeah, and I just remember that story, and he told me about it, and that's when I told him about my story, and I was Mm -hmm. like, it's kind of weird. And all about these things. And then, you know, I happened to watch this um, YouTube video about a shaman girl, right? Mm -hmm. And she was just kind of like talking about shamanism and how she became a shaman and not how she's like not a shaman anymore right and she was explaining stories about how when she was a shaman the things that like you know a lot of these like spiritual things happened around her Mm -hmm. and she said that like you know one of those things are shadow people Mm -hmm. and she said that like she sees them like often to the point where she like doesn't care about them anymore but she does see them. And she said, like, this one time, like, you know, she would be like, changing, like, in her closet or something. And she would look uh, at the doorway. And then she would just she- see, like, this shadow head. like, like- <laughs> It's like those Korean dramas where, like, the girl would see ghosts. And then, you know, the only way that the girl can't see ghosts is if she touches, you know, the guy that she loves. Oh, like that. <laughs> it's not you like that. You remember that right, right, right. made you watch? Yeah, yeah. But it was like that. She's like, yeah, she said that like in the beginning, 
the shadow people, you know, didn't really notice her, mm-hmm. but then she started to notice that they are aware of her presence mm-hmm. because she said that like when she would like see like the shadow head like peeking over at, like the side of the door, and then when she looks over, like she will see the like move their head back, mm. you know, things like that. It's kind of like they kind of don't want her to see them too, right? Sort of thing. So now they're acknowledging that okay, they do see her, and they're also acknowledging that she can see them. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, I'm just kind of creepy, you know. So. All right. Um, I, don't wanna, <laughs> I think that's enough for the yeah, evening. Uh, I don't want to talk anymore, you know. So that's enough for now. I mean, you know, I, I still have like a couple more, but not that many more. It's yeah. mostly just from like other people. But um, yeah, if you guys have any questions or any <laughs> topics that you would like us to uh, cover, please shoot us an email at babus to babus at gmail. That is B A B U S. T-O-B-A-B-U-S at gmail.com. Uh, any last words, G? Peace. <laughs> All right. See you guys later. Boom.